The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block. Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you for another half an hour or so before we turn it over to DP and Jay for old school. Some breaking news out of Husker land. Trev Alberts, athletic director for the University of Nebraska, gets a nice contract extension. He uh, was uh, now under contract through 2031. Um, money increase, intent, or retention bonuses, incentive bonuses. Um, I think Jeff Alberts on the aggregate streak has done a, a good job at Nebraska. Obviously, you're going to point to football not being successful as a mark against it, men's basketball not making the tournament, but volleyball keeps rolling, women's basketball has had more success, and as a couple articles point out, 10 of Nebraska's programs finished last season ranked in the top 20. So, Yes, everyone's looking at, at football and, and you know these high-profile sports, but overall, the Nebraska athletic department seems like it's in a pretty darn healthy spot. I mean, you have a, you have the expansion in South Stadium as well. You mm-hmm. have uh, you know media that's, rights that's deal, media rights. Um, you also have uh, the growth, and and it looks like he's 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 spurning some back-end aspects of maybe NIL, um, and then you 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 look at. There's there's still stuff and still work to be done and and I think it's it's trending in in a in a positive direction. Um, some may not like it, but I I still think there's still some some work that can be done and where where he is and and mm-hmm. and uh, I'd like to see if him if he can finish it out. You know the stuff that's already in motion now. Uh, who else is out there? That's getting it done. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know right now that uh, anybody else is um, is able to move the needle mm-hmm. the way that he's been able to. I think his communication is good with uh, his expectations. I think he's handled like the frost situation. I mean, like I still would say he did that pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was going to minimize the uh, the layout as far as the payout. Yeah. It ain't Jimbo Fisher. It's like <laughs> I, I if it was Jimbo Fisher type <sighs> I'd been a little mm-hmm. bit felt a little bit different about it. Mm-hmm. Um even with the hiring of Rule, I you can actually see and understand why. When you look at Rule's track record and where he's been at Temple and what he did at Baylor, you understand that it's a build mm-hmm. uh type of situation. So even right now if you look at Rule, yes, you know, Stricky is upset. 
you know, sometimes you hear me, I'm going off a little bit. I'm upset because I see, when I see something in front of me, I'm trying to go get it. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to go attack it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even with our time here at Nebraska, when we went on an 11 game losing streak, it would have been easy for me to just say, okay, it's my time's up. It's time to go to the, the NBA. No, I'm like, man, if we get in the NIT, let's go get it. You know, like mm-hmm. I see an opportunity, you know, something no one has ever done. You got an opportunity to do that. So although I may be upset about it, I may feel a certain way about it. Nebraska football is ahead of schedule. Say what you will. Sure. Like, you know, I think they were in the same position last year, even with all the turmoil that they had, they were, they were in a position to do something special, but they're ahead of schedule. Now, they could take a huge leap by doing what they need to do in these next two games. Mm-hmm. That could be a huge leap. I, I don't want them to settle and just be comfortable in just winning five games. That, that to mm-hmm. me, is is not a good look. It's not at all. Again, Strick asked the question before. It's still out there for you on the text line or the comment section on stream. Does Nebraska get bowl eligible? If they do, what game does it happen in? And then how does that game look for Nebraska to get win number six? Or heck, why not even win number seven here during the regular season? Okay, you mentioned Jimbo Fisher. 2031 was the year that Travis Albert's contract uh, now runs through. That's how long Jimbo Fisher was supposed to be in College Station, coaching Texas A&M. But athletic director Ross Bjork finally pulls the parachute on the Jimbo Fisher experiment. He goes 45-25 and 25 in his time at Texas A&M. But outside of the COVID year, you never took Texas A&M seriously as a national contender, despite the recruiting. He brought Bobby Petrino in to be his offensive coordinator this year. Mixed bag all the way up and down for Texas A&M. What do you make of the Jimbo Fisher tenure and what this means for Texas A&M? An absolute disappointment, but I saw it. um, One of my, you know... Uh, relatives was actually uh, an assistant there at Florida state when Jimbo was mm-hmm. there. Uh, so I got to hang out with them a little bit. Great guy, but I, I could tell he was even fraudulent then <laughs> was able to sneak, sneak one with the Jameis Winston situation mm-hmm. and parlayed that into what, you know, he knew he had to dip out of Florida state cause he knew it's one of those things where a lot of the coaches used to do here at Nebraska against Fred, like they would, they, they would get paid really nice. They'd come in here, realize this is a tough place to recruit. It ain't like where they were or it ain't their homeland. You've got to learn how you've got to learn Nebraska, the people. You got to learn how to sell it. You got to learn how to sell Lincoln. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to understand that stuff in order to recruit here. And a lot of them couldn't do it. So what they would do is they'd come in here, parlay as if they did something big, brought in a player or two. And then all of a sudden they would dip real quick before they, they got exposed. Jimbo got exposed. We I knew Jimbo was fraudulent when he took the Texas A&M job. When he got 10, 10 years, I was like, wait a minute. So that that was one of the things I saw in that in that in that deal with him. Some details because I think a lot of people are morbidly curious. Over seventy seven million dollars in buyout money from AM to Jimbo mm-hmm. Fisher. Um, they might have to take out a loan, a payment plan with their boosters or something. Um, Texas oil prices might go up just to, to be able to pay for this. So we'll see if, how they're able to do that. If, if I'm Jimbo Fisher and uh, I'm parlaying this into a Bobby Bonilla type of situation, 
He's getting paid through 2031. Yeah, I'm, I'm parlaying it. I'm parlaying it into a, you know, and if anything happens to happen to me, um, you know, it, my family gets it too. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm making sure that's in the contract. Like, if it happens to me, it, it continues on down the line. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm negotiating something like that now. He gets a quarter of the buyout within 30 days of his firing. Oof. Or 60 days. Within Oof. 60 days of his firing, he gets 25% of that buyout. Oof. That's like 19, almost 20 mil. That's like being a top quarterback coming in the deep. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You know, let's mm-hmm. go. Um, but on the other side of things, since we're talking about Carousel, we understand that Jimbo is, is, is the guy out. But the one that's lost the bag, Mel Tucker. Oof. Mel Tucker now has just, just recently come that uh, he's been fired. Mm-hmm. Mel Tucker uh, for cause. Uh, listen to that. There's language. There's a reason the language <laughs> is the way it is for cause on September 27th, uh, where he was placed under investigation. Uh, the school uh, did the investigation due to sexual misconduct allegations. Now, being a former player, I understand there's certain clauses for which, like, for example, Jay Williams was blessed. Mm. that Chicago decided to do something because they could have literally canceled his clause because in the clause there are certain things we couldn't do, like riding motorcycles and skydiving. Mm. And there are certain things you couldn't do because if anything was to happen, they could nullify your contract. Would you have done any of them if it wasn't in the contract? (laughs) Negative? Negative. (laughs) That pattern is full, Ghost That pattern is full and it's passed. So for cause, Mel Tucker loses out other than lawsuits potentially trying to figure out how to get it 95 million dollar contract extension bye-bye gone for call evaporated so you know that i hope that was some good text text work going on because (laughs) i I hope i hope every minute of that text work was going on was worth it because 95 stackers Big stackers. Pig. Stackers, schmackers, mm. all the above. All right, go ahead. Uh, the, other, the other Power 5 job, uh, head coaching job that's come open uh, this weekend, Mississippi State firing Zach uh, Arnett. One of the ones you I teased this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. He took over and coached the bowl game for Mike Leach, of course, who tragically passed away um, last winter before Mississippi State's bowl game. Zach Arnett takes over. Um, Mississippi State plays in the bowl game, and then they give Zach Arnett, who was the defensive coordinator, their head coaching job. Ten games into the tenure, they let him go. Mississippi State is four and six. He's a you know first time Division One head coach. Zach Arnett is. This doesn't sit well with me, Strick. Yeah, me either, either you keep him around for a full season, you know, as a trial run, and say, eh, sorry, we don't know if you're the guy, or. You don't even give him this this full opportunity to begin with. You do your full coaching search last off season, but to pull the trigger on a first time Power Five head coach ten games into his tenure, given the situation Mississippi State went through, I think they did him dirty. Yeah, uh, and 
you've got to understand too that the responsibility for the recruiting was not that's not all his guys. No. So you don't he doesn't get a chance to do that now on the same uh on the same other side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I, I I can kind of understand that you may not see any upward opportunity. It's a fast track type of deal, especially when you're dealing in the SEC. You've got new teams coming. You don't ever want to fall below a certain barrier, especially with Texas and Oklahoma on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, something we've talked about with Nebraska. This is why I think it's valuable for them to land. And you you want to win those recruiting battles, and you want to be able to showcase that in a higher bowl game, which I thought they had an opportunity to get to. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. the problem I think exists as to why they probably moved on from Arnett has to do with the team has only scored more than 17 points only once in seven Ooh. conference games. Whoops. So it's looking very Iowa-ish. It's looking very, like, even us-ish, <laughs> you know. Right. But that's the problem I think the powers that be are looking at Ah, in the SEC, baby, you got to be able to put up 25, 30 just to be mm-hmm. in it. So if we can't even get half of that, then we need to maybe be looking for a different vision. That's, San- so that's the only reason I could probably say. San Diego State did something very similar with Brady Hoke that hasn't been an exciting offense. Mm-hmm. That San Diego State job, I would be shocked if Two Tony times. White doesn't interview. Two times. Two of them. He's been there mm-hmm. twice. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his first tenure didn't didn't work. Comes back, gives it another. We goal. went to Michigan after the first. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't work. Comes back, gives it another shot. Uh, and and look, he wasn't fired, but he maybe was pushed out. He retired, yeah, right? So it looks better. Let on go. Him. Yeah. It's optics. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is optics. So listen, that could be a super upward mobility for Coach White. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't fault him. You know for looking at an opportunity like that to get over there because I I really believe that if you get to a team like San Diego state and you don't even have to be super special, just be good. And you You can can, fill that vacuum on the West coast. You could stay there for 20 years. Just being Mark Fewish. Yeah. That's the, I mean, I'm telling you if I'm a coach and I've got an opportunity at a space to do something special, I'm taking the long term option. Hmm. I'm I'm not trying to go over. I don't go. What? Why would I go to Texas? And yeah, I may get eight, seven, eight million, but the pressure that comes with that—seven, eight million for three years, or one point five million for thirty years. Thirty, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The, look, what, what was your what was your boy that came from Marquette? Uh, Shaka. Shaka Smart. No VCU. Yeah, yeah VCU yeah. Marquette. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. He's at Marquette. VCU now. to Texas to Marquette. To Marquette. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. VCU could have stayed there forever. Running that unique style of pressing defense. Right. Didn't work at Texas. Goes to Texas. Doesn't work. They they out you quick, quick. Mm-hmm. They get you out the box. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he has he's doing good up in Marquette. That, Back that's, home. That's the fit for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's a fit for, for you. Stay stay where you where you have a good fit. Where you're able to recruit the, mm-hmm. the type of talent to have success at that level. And have some breakthrough opportunities. And go and make it happen. Like the 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 one that just recently I thought is an opportunity. He ended up staying. Um, uh, F A is it F A U? Yeah, Dusty May at Florida Atlantic. F A U, right? Mm-hmm. Be the Mark Few of the East. Sure. 
Same yeah, colors just, and everything. Just be the, be the mark through the East. Like, you don't just just keep recruiting those type of guys, keep them together mm-hmm. like you were able to do, and go out there and be great. Long-term opportunity for you. And Boca is much easier to get to than Spokane. No question about it. <laughs> <laughs> nicer weather, nicer everything down there in Boca compared to Spokane. The other firing of note I'll just mention here real quick. Andy Avalos let go by Boise State. Their first performance-related yeah. firing of a coach in really a long time. Curious to see if USC gives him a look for their defensive coordinator gig. What's your thing about Mike uh, Mike Yurkic? My thing about that is I want to throw it to Jay Foreman. How about that? Let's do it. We'll cross it over with Jay and get set up for old school next. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 